Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the show, we have Courtney Shaw. She is the founder of the Rule Breakers Club, but really, she's just brilliant all by herself. She teaches women how to package and sell with brilliance. She has amazing products like Yay for Clients. And she recently did a big program called Yay for 100K. But her work's been featured in Inc., Fast Company, Creative Life, and the Huffington Post. And she's one of our good friends and honestly, crazy talented when it comes to messaging. Yes, I have been eyeballing everything she's been putting out, and I'm so happy to have her on the show today because it's really timely. I know a lot of you have been asking, okay, I maybe get that I shouldn't change my offer or shouldn't change the fact that I am launching, but how do I change the fact of talking about my service or my offer or my product? What messaging do I actually need to tweak, and how can I make it relevant right now? Being empathetic, but also making sales because you have a business that deserves to succeed and make you money. And so Courtney's sharing all of her top tricks and tips that she's actually implementing in her own business. So you can swipe those and implement them in your own marketing. Hey, hey, Courtney, welcome back to the show. Oh, I'm so happy to be here 400 episodes later. Well, it's been eight years (laughs) since you've been on and I don't understand how that's possible. (laughs) You guys are amazing. I'm amazed at how much content you've done. But also I feel like it's like when you see someone's kid after a few years and they're like bigger and then you're like, oh my God, how much time has passed? How did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's weird. A lot Um, has happened. It's been, yeah, a lot has happened. I do want to give a shout out to the episode we did with you way back in the day. It's episode 69, guys, like way, way back in the day. We talk about sales page copywriting and Courtney specifically shares her rainbow of sales method inside of that episode. It is golden. I still link back to it. I just linked to it a couple of days ago for one of our students. It's really good. So if you need specific sales page formula and methods that are fun and feel easy. That's a good episode to listen to after this one, because this one is going to be more timely and relevant for right now, which I'm super excited about because I have been eyeballing what you've been doing, Courtney, over the last couple of weeks. And in the mix of fucking pandemic... (laughs) 
I know, you, I shine. <laughs> you shine, right? And you have, you've launched a high ticket program. Yep. You fucking crushed it. And you are serving up some really, really saucy lessons over on your Instagram and Insta stories, and I'm sure in other places, about how to really tweak the messaging to be relevant right now and to still continue to sell. And this is something where we've chatted with our people about don't put off the launch. Don't You don't have to change the offer. You don't have to do all of these big drastic moves. Sometimes it makes sense, but most of the time it doesn't. Like if you already have a product that's working, like it doesn't really make sense. But what I've seen you do really well is speak to people to where they are right now and change your messaging slightly. And so I want to talk about that today. I just wanted to say, I don't know why for some reason I'm like the princess of the pandemic or something. I'm just looking for a (laughs) keyword to say that's all. I think I was just on a coaching call this morning where I was like, I feel like for the last year and a half, two years, maybe I've been like a caterpillar in a chrysalis turned into goo and been like re like combobulating my body just by like the timing of the universe. The time when I was like coming out as a butterfly is pandemic. So I think it's just like a lot of work I'd been doing for a long time was just gonna, I'm not doing anything like I was going to launch my high ticket program this, (laughs) this week anyway. Like I didn't change any of that. That was all going to happen anyway. I think that it's just whatever you think it's like divine timing or just mm-hmm. coincidence or whatever. It's it's just been like really interesting because there's something for me that I found really, I feel like I've been called or whatever to just step up in a higher way and mm-hmm. I can serve a certain number of people. Some people don't like it. That's fine. Everyone is allowed to have their opinion. And I also just feel really passionately, like you were saying about tweaking messaging, but not your offers is like when it comes to sales I have, again, P's. I love the letter P. So I know you do, Tamily. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's like these three P's of packaging, positioning, and promoting. Mm-hmm. And everyone is obsessed with packaging. They think packaging is always the problem. Like, what are the nuts and bolts I need to have in here? And that's important. It's like the basic, what's in the box, you know? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I used that phrase in episode 69 too. So. <laughs> what's in the box. But what really matters is positioning. So positioning Mm -hmm. is like how you talk about your thing. And then promoting is the fact that you talk about it a lot. So a lot of people like they might have the right words, but they're afraid to talk about it because they're afraid of other people's opinions. They might not have the right words because they just are like, I don't know how to talk to people about what's going on right now. And I don't want to be annoying. And I don't want to be one of these memes of business owners taking <laughs> advantage of whatever. And yeah. so I think it's that positioning piece that is crucial right now. If you want to, honestly, like I'm having my best month ever. Like if you want to have your best month ever, it's positioning. That's going to matter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> I, I feel like so much we see right now, these people that in the midst of a panic are either doing one of a couple of things. They're either like crawling into a shell and being like, I'm going to be very quiet and I'm not going to say anything at all for fear. I'm either going to like screw it all up, offend people that it's not going to work anyway. So why bother all of these fear mongering self-talk? I see people that are doing some of the positioning work, but maybe doing it a bit more timidly. And then I do see people who are, investing and like moving forward in big giant ways. But I definitely think they're in the minority here. Yeah, I would love to see more people working on this positioning. And it's been something we've been on a soapbox about, not necessarily using that exact phrase, but 
talking about the fact that marketing is not just the sales piece or the promoting piece. Right. It's all the stuff that leads up to it. And and after and in between. And totally. <laughs> it's the all filler of, it. of everything. The relationship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's how you build the relationship and it's how yep. you gain trust. So I'm curious, leading up to you ultimately having your best month ever, which was literally the craziest part of this whole thing, in my opinion, like it's still happening. And my brain is still like, what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I feel like just to keep on brand, there now needs to be an even higher level program. Yay for best month ever. And yeah. I love that that is all of your brand. And it's my favorite. <laughs> Thank you. But to add yeah. A question. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious, what are the kind of posts or the kind of ways you suggest people work on positioning themselves so they could transition into a promotion period? And how long do you think that needs to take place before sales messages can be out there? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing that needs to happen is we need to beef up that empathy muscle. And I'm sure I talked about that on the last episode. This is so relevant. We were talking very specifically about like sales pages, but a lot of that messaging was about How do you come up with content for that? It's all the same, right? It's just the container that we're putting it in is different. And with that empathy muscle, like you have to get out of what, how can I make money? I'm scared. I need to pay my rent. I need to do this. I need to do that. Like, ah, you have to, that's very egocentric. I know it doesn't feel like it because it's fearful, but it's very much like me, 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 my problems. Mm -hmm. And then we create things and we try to like shove them down people's throats. And I'm not saying that's even bad. I'm just saying it's coming from a place of need and desperation. And that's never worked in marketing anyway. It's just like everything is heightened right now. So the first thing we have to do is we have to ask the question, okay, how can I serve my audience? Mm -hmm. And then okay, that's a great opening question. But then I think you need to do some empathy building exercises. So number one, I love to do this exercise of picking some people I actually know in my audience and like embodying them, pretending like I am them and writing like a journal entry of how is this person feeling? So you can really step out of yourself and your needs and your ego and like into their needs and their ego because they're all up in their ego too, right? Yeah. So get into their ego and what they want. And when you then can uncover is, oh, they're really worried about, they just need a couple of clients this month. Or I have a woman in my program who's a puppy trainer and she was really worrying about this. And here's the funny thing that happened is everybody's getting a puppy right now. Everyone. Yeah. And like, I'm such a relentless optimist and I reframe everything to a fault, but I like mm-hmm. genuinely think every business owner, there's an opportunity like that in their business. And so we had another person in my program. She normally works with craft businesses on their brands for craft shows and stuff. And obviously mm-hmm. like none of that's happening, but I'm like, yeah, but all those people still are, are freaking out and they need to take stuff online. So like, stop worrying about you and go to them. And they'll be like, I need to make money and I have to be online and I don't know what to do. And you'll be like, Oh, ding, ding, ding. I got you. Yeah. And so I think I see holding people back is this frustration of like not being able to do what their plans were. Like this is how I thought my year was going to go. And it's welcome to business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I was talking about before we got on the air and I think our avid listeners will remember this, that we kind of threw away the year long plan last year. We kind of did it for 2019 where we planned like the first half really strong. And then we just kind of like let it all be whatever happens, happens. 
But for 2020, before pandemic or anything, we went into it with that attitude. We were and have been really exercising the muscle of not being tied to our expectations or not setting certain levels of happiness to something working or something going away that we thought. And we needed to let that stuff go both big and small in our business. And it's truly amazing to me how when we have made those separation shifts on like how more successful we are, how much more money we make, how things are feeling easier and more fun again. And I think that if I could wish anything on anyone anytime, but specifically now is where is the fun in what you can offer? Speaking my language, man. (laughs) I know, right? What feels good? How can you serve in a way that truly makes you feel good? And we try to hammer this in with our students all the time of truly, truly, and I'm sure they're going to roll their eyes at me saying it again, but like, if you always come back to how am I serving? Does that sound fun? Mm -hmm. Then you win every time, every time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you're doing it in a way where the fun allows you to share an opinion that ultimately (laughs) connects you with your ideal customer, this is where you can get passionate about something Mm -hmm. that's actually helpful rather than I know Courtney is pretty good at getting on a soapbox and (laughs) and she really enjoys being on a soapbox. Me too. I think part of the what I'm seeing is that people just genuinely don't know what to say. Like they like the idea of positioning or they like the idea of putting that message out there, but they're like, how do I like, right. So here's, I'm going to just give you like like one very, very very tactical thing. Put up an Instagram story and ask a question with a poll. (laughs) That's it. Just say, are you worried about this? Whatever your idea is like, do you guys need help with this? Yes or no? Like literally that is it. Now I've been doing this for like weeks. I'm just like, I have an idea and I'm like, is this interesting? What about this? Mm-hmm. And some of it can be positioning, right? You can start to lead people into like, so I was launching my new program, Yay for 100K. So that's like more transitioning people from services to turning their service into a signature program very specifically. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure I was like seeding that with those questions. Like, do you have a service? Do you want to learn how to turn it into a program? Mm-hmm. And then if people said no, I'd be like, well, I shouldn't have created this program then. Like that <laughs> would have been a big eye opener. But because I already did my market research, I knew they would, but I was just sort of like reseeding it. But I've also been doing it with, I was like, honest, I just was so, I just think transparency and honesty is the best all the time. I just went on Instagram, I don't know, a month ago. And I was like, are you overwhelmed by all the business people telling you how to like, cause I'm feeling like I want to say, I want to be on my soapbox. I love my soapbox, but everyone's on a soapbox right now. Yeah. Am I going to like annoy the shit out of you because yeah. I'm another person? I'm, yeah. Another person coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. And I started to get some feedback from people being like, no, what we like about you is you're like so positive and you have this like it's not like dismissive obviously Mm -hmm. we all know shit has hit the fan Mm -hmm. I'm not dismissing that it's scary for everybody but me feeling like crap doesn't serve anybody and also if you feel like crap that's okay I just know that I can serve best if I'm feeling good and so asking those questions and also when you feel good you're more creative and so I just think for business owners like we have a responsibility Mm -hmm. to feel good as much as possible and so that's when I came up with the idea of oh I know I have this strategy of creating pop-up offers that could be a really good thing for you to do right now. Would you guys be interested in learning about that? And it was like 98%, 50 mm-hmm. people were like, yes. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's been validated. So we did a, <laughs> we did a little promotion on that and made a few thousand dollars. And then now we're actually going to think about doing a webinar for 
that will lead into yay for clients about how to have your best month ever right now, because Mm -hmm. I just did. So it's just about finding those creative ways of, for lack of a better term, like that top of funnel content, that marketing content. I'm on a roll now because I was stuck. And then I asked questions on Instagram stories and now I have endless ideas. So now I'm just on a roll. It started with me being like, ah, what do I say? You know? Yeah. I see that happening for so many people, but I have a literal living example. So my mom is self-isolating with us because she's unable to work right now. And Mm -hmm. she is amazingly being able to help with pee and household stuff. And it's been like this really weird benefit to everything that's going on (laughs) right now. Silver lining. Yeah. But she's living with us. And so she also has her side business. She sells jewelry. She hosts trunk shows, like virtual trunk shows. And it's a huge topic right now for people to be doing virtual selling for jewelry and for pieces like that. And so she's had people ask her, how did you host a virtual? Like, what do I need? How do I do that? So she's creating an offer to sell it. Yada, yada. I'm obsessed. That's awesome. But what funny though, is she knows it's in need because a couple people have brought it up and she has had success doing it. And she hasn't found that many resources on how to do it. So she can bridge that gap. She's making the thing. And she, again, she's worried about the packaging so much of like, how yeah. does this look? And does this make sense? And are there enough resources and yada? And I'm like, when was the last time you even asked your people if they were excited about getting this resource? Yeah. When, when, is, when is the last time you asked what their questions yeah. were about doing a virtual trunk show? When was the last yeah. time? And so it's that giant gap of like, I have this great idea. Let me hunker down and make it. But then you're ghosting the entire topic. <laughs> right. Online. They don't know what you're doing. Like They don't know right. that you're behind the scenes, like in your cave making something. Right. They don't know that. So then what? Yeah. You're going to just pop up and be like, buy my thing. And it's going to feel really disconnected. And yeah. so I love that you've been having these mini conversations to help kind of navigate your messaging, navigate the offer a little bit, and then, oh, surprise, it's here. None of it's a yeah. surprise. <laughs> no, right. exactly. Yeah. So how would you go about seeding that offer? Yeah. yeah. I get the asking the questions and I get yeah. the like sharing an opinion that gets people in the right mindset to buy. Yeah. But do you actually tell them what's coming before it's coming or what's your recommendation around that? Okay. So yes and no, but like, I think if I'm being honest about what I've been doing this month is I just don't have enough brain space to like keep secrets from people. (laughs) So I I don't know. It's just, I've just always found like, I don't give people all the details because I think there's something about being like, Hey, you'll find this out soon. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's fun. Again, that's fun. It's not about me being like, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) I want people to know though. So for example, the pop-up offer, I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And then I just told people like, Hey, we have a really exciting thing. We're going to be offering you. That'll help you to get the cash injection for your business on Monday. Check your email on Monday. So like we kept that sort of tease on it, but like the seating was sort of just, my audience has been seated a lot for pop-up promos. Cause like I talk about them constantly, but Mm -hmm. the week before is like asking those questions and then sharing that story being like, look, all of you want this. I'm definitely going to create this for you. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. That's literally all I did. But at the same time, a lot of my audience was already familiar with that strategy. They Mm -hmm. just needed it positioned to them at this moment. They needed the positioning and the promoting at this moment. The package, what we did with the package was we just added a bonus group call with me. And we just mm-hmm. made it a no-brainer. So we're like, this is $47. This offer is valued at $500. And I'm adding a bonus call with me. This is there insane. So just yeah. like an insane amount of value. And I was just like, I just want to get this in as many people's hands as possible. And here's yeah. the great thing about doing like a mini offer like that, especially with that call added, 
is I was able to coach people on that call and they were able to experience my coaching. And then they were able to be like, oh, I need to get my butt in DA for clients, Mm -hmm. right? So we're like warming those people up with that smaller offer. And yes, they're getting that great value and that cash injection, but then they're realizing, you know, it's great that I have the cash injection, I have this tool, but my main service really needs to sell more. And like, that's what we would do, right? So it's, it feeds the business model too. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Don't just create a bunch of random offers, like make sure that we want to stick to your core business model. And if you want to create a small workshop or a pop-up down, I don't know, whatever it is, like yeah. digital download or whatever, it just, it needs to feed the same target audience into your main business model, not be like, I'm going to help this totally separate group of people over here. <laughs> like create this whole business. That's just going to take away from your business. Yeah. Well, and I think what's important to really talk about, and I hope that you guys are hearing this. I do think this is the part that's really hard to explain. I want you to see that all of the pieces seem so connected after the fact. Yes, Courtney was intentional with the topic of the pop-up. Of course, she's not going to pick something super random. Yeah, she's she knows her signature program or her group program. And yeah, could it funnel? Sure, it could work together. But it wasn't like this mad scientist of being like, and then they'll be primed to buy this thing. And then the conversion (laughs) funnel, they will buy this high-end thing and it will immediately drip to this. Like it's not built magically like that in version one. We literally set this up. So right now it's me and one other person on my team. I have like the smallest team I've ever had right Mm -hmm. now. And we're so lean and we had our biggest month ever. So like that's a whole other category. But like (laughs) we had a co-working date on basically the last Friday of March. I know it was Thursday. That night I was like, Chelsea, I have this idea. I think we need to do this. I think we need to do it next week. Let's set it. Let's work together for two hours tomorrow morning and set it all up. So that next day we co-worked for, we did like Pomodoros. We divided the tasks. We set the whole thing up. And then it was like, all right, let's see what happens. It was like, yep. let's, let's do it. That was fun. Like, Yeah. We enjoyed the process of doing it because it was, I want to help people. This is really great. It's going to, we'll see what happens, but there was no attachment to it. And yeah, it wasn't like this really methodical, like we, it was so ad hoc. Yes. So ad hoc. Yes. And those are the things that do seem so relevant and connected to your audience when they are built from a place of, I just know you guys need this and I want to make it and it feels fun. And there you go. You have it. And the pieces, if they fall into place after that is magic sauce for you and for them, but it doesn't have to be this weird. Like don't wait until it all makes sense. Don't obsess over the details. I think the biggest lesson we should all take from this entire situation, business and personal and otherwise is the future is unknown. You can plan all the F you want. Anything can happen. And so obsess Obsessing over like what things are going to look like, even in normal times is not serving you. Yes, have a plan, but you need to be open to like magic happening and just creativity and ideas and be willing to try something without knowing what's going to happen because like you can't know what's going to happen. So if you're waiting to know what's going to happen, you're going to be waiting until you die. Yep. (laughs) Not to be morbid, but that's literally. Yeah. Yeah. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I think there's a lot of sitting and waiting happening right now which is really frustrating to watch like I just want to like kick everybody and be like come on just do you see these opportunities I know I see it for you why don't you see it for yourself and I get that there was so much scarcity at the beginning that yeah that affected your mindset and Mm -hmm. you might have had clients cancel or attempt to cancel or (laughs) or you might have had things planned that you literally couldn't fulfill because it was an in-person thing or whatever. And so now you're feeling like this sense of, well, it all went to shit in a handbasket. So I might as well just wait it out. But I think all we know is what's happening right now. And we can't predict the future and we never have been able to. And so I love the idea of doing some sort of micro offer. We had a friend who built she had some like craziness happen with her funnel. And she was like, I'm going to just put out this $99 workshop. And she runs a smaller business, but she made 10K in like two weeks. It was just something she threw together to try to figure stuff out in the meantime. But I think that is not an uncommon story right now. I think the things I'm seeing working for people are not necessarily the 
this was super methodical and I had mm-hmm. all of the pieces working. It was going with the flow and listening to your audience and showing up in a way that feels authentic. Mm-hmm. Because I honestly think this, if you had planned this out like super crazy and it was super intricate, I think it would have felt a little weird. Yeah. It, yeah, were, it was forced. almost, mm-hmm. yeah, it was almost more accessible because it was so like, I see a need. It was, organic. It was yeah. so yeah. organic. Well, and that feels organic as a consumer as well to see something thrown together. Like it's not devaluing it, but it's like, oh shit, she made this because she sees that I need this and I need this and it makes sense. And thank you. And I trust you and I love you. And it feels <laughs> <Yay>. good, right? <laughs> Hold um, okay. So I want to talk a little bit more about some of the other basic areas of content where people might be like, oh shit, 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 should I be changing? my messaging. And it's stuff that we've been getting questions from our audience. So stuff like my email content that's automated and scheduled or broadcast or my email love letters that I send my people, how do those need to be changing? My regular feed that I've like planned for months and have stuff scheduled out or different conversations and themes that they're maybe planning to post on their YouTube channel. How would you address all of that bigger kind of evergreen content that a lot of people have? Would you suggest kind of going into every single one of those pieces and tweaking it or? No, God, that's so much work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bless those of you who are planners because you're having the hardest time. Like, most <laughs> prepared people are really struggling. It's us like messy folks who are like, this is great. Like, whatever. Everything's chaotic all the time anyway. No, I... It, that sounds like a lot of work. I wouldn't do that. One thing we did is like we have a Facebook group when we have we schedule content monthly to go out there. So I just had Chelsea go through and be like, could you just scan and see if anything looks like real not appropriate right, right. now? And she Are said there was one about going to Starbucks in one of these. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so she just said there was one thing. I don't even know what it was. I didn't ask, but that was like, eh. and yeah. so I was like, no, let's just reschedule it. So combing through, I think, A, give yourself some grace. Everybody's going through this. So like you don't have to be perfect. Your content doesn't have to be perfect. And if you say something about going to Starbucks in a video that you edited for three weeks from now, like it's fine. Like it's fine. If you say literally the words, we will never have a global pandemic for some Please reason. Maybe, like, <laughs> maybe that's, maybe you should put like a disclaimer on that. Like, ha ha. Remember back when, yeah. like, but why would you have ever said that? Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I, I think for most of us, like our core content is still relevant. If you had content about like coming into your in-person massage therapy place, <laughs> yeah, you want to reposition that or like in-person stuff. I think you, you kind of do need to go through it with a more fine tooth yeah. because your offer has shifted virtually. And if you have it and you're still in that place of like, I can't do my offer, Please. we're looking at you. Like t- you can, Please. we can, there's a solution here. Yeah. Well, you can get virtual. Even if you're, I was like, even if you're a masseuse and you literally like touch people's bodies for a living, people need to do self-massage. Teach them that. I'm dying right now because my whole body is like, you know, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm working more now in weird positions than I ever have been. So yeah, please address me via my webcam. Not to go on a side tangent, but I'm going to. Have you seen Amber McHugh's recent offer? Yes. Obsessed. Um, I'm gonna buy it. I think it's ninety-five dollars. Yeah. You, it's a virtual photo shoot. They hang out with you on FaceTime or Zoom on your phone or whatever on your camera. Mm-hmm. They coach you to how to set up your room to like get the right lighting, get a cute setup. You come with one outfit and they literally take pictures of you like with the camera of their computer and then edit them and send them to you. I think it's so brilliant. So So brilliant. So great. So smart because in any industry, it's easy to be like, 
no, I literally can't do what I'm doing. And in every single one of those industries, there is somebody proving you wrong. And so don't get all defensive about it. Make that crack your belief system wide open. This is your opportunity to let go of those limiting beliefs. There is always a solution saying I can't do anything. And what that's doing is your brain's way of keeping you safe by not Mm -hmm. taking responsibility. Mm -hmm. I would rather you take responsibility. And here's the thing I wanted to say. I feel like this is a good thread for this whole conversation is you need to trust yourself that you will figure it out. Please. Like you don't have to have the answers right now. You've Mm -hmm. always figured it out in the past because you're alive right now listening to this. You will figure it out. It will be okay. And I think that, I think I just always have that phrase in my head, like I'll figure it out. It'll be okay. And that should just be repeat constantly in your Mm -hmm. head. Yep. No, I think that's been, (laughs) since this started, the number one thing Emily has said to me is we've always figured it out. We'll figure this out. Yeah. We say it in every meeting. We say it almost every time we get off the phone (laughs) and not that like it's a constant, we don't always need that reminder, but I think saying it yeah. Even out loud sometimes just reinforces that you've gotten yourself this far in life. Yeah. Like you'll keep going. And I'm I don't sure doubt you've been that through it's... some crazy stuff yeah. and you figured yes. it out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's not always related. I think sometimes it's the shit we went through as a kid or when we got laid off after the recession or like whatever, there was some moment in your past where you had to get scrappy and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I think now is the time to like lean into that. And it doesn't mean you have to do it alone. I think that's the part that I wish more people would realize is if you're stumped, if you're genuinely like, I don't know, mm-hmm. just ask. Yeah. There's uh, people in our Facebook group would love to brainstorm with you. Mm-hmm. DM people on Instagram that you respect that are in your industry and ask them what they're working on. I think people are more than willing to help support. you figure it out yeah. and yeah. support you and love on you. But you, you can't just like put yourself in a bubble and pretend that you're on an island because you're not. Because like, this isn't your personal problem. This is a right. global problem. This is nobody's – but you don't get to claim this as your personal issue. Mm-hmm. Nobody does. Now, everyone has varying degrees of difficulty in situations. But the second we start to make it about me and I'm uniquely affected and I'm – like that is just a really dangerous – even if you – are like it's a dangerous slope to go down because there's always ways to look at things differently and find opportunities and when you prime yeah. your brain to do that you'll find them but if your brain is primed to look for all the things that aren't working that's what it's gonna find yep yep so find find your squad of people who can help you see the other side of that because I definitely think I mean it's a muscle we've had to stretch strengthen what am I trying to say? Strengthen? It's fine. Heal? Well, I don't know. However the saying goes, we've worked on that a lot. And I think we've definitely gotten better at it. But it's something that like you don't have to just innately know how to do. Rely on other people who can help you kind of see that. But it definitely is something that if if that's more your mentality, I, I do want you to recognize that and start working on that every single day. Now, yeah. I'm curious if you're in this moment in time where you're like, okay, screw the BS, screw all the fear. I'm going to do this. This will be my best month ever. And you're like stoked up about that. Yay, then you're like, ever. trademark, uh, what next? <laughs> like, yeah. like you drank the Kool-Aid, but you're just kind of yeah. stunned in inactivity. So like, right. where would you focus? Yeah. I think the first thing is what Emily just said is like, you need to start just maintaining that mindset is like, you need to make sure you have, I'm literally obsessing over any kind of like 
manifesting mindset quantum yep. physics books right now is my obsession all day like as I have like I made Law my coffee and, like, reading the- <laughs> I, yeah I just want every I just want my brain constantly reprimed with it because every time I read it I'm the kind of person that the best thing for me during this time especially earlier when things were like really scary at first because everyone's like <laughs> I was watching a show about like black holes on Netflix because it yeah. just like makes me feel like oh I am nothing mm-hmm. <gasps> such a relief mm-hmm. some people hate that but I'm like I'm a speck. My problems are so small. It's okay. And so that's really helped me to realize reality is an illusion. All this stuff. Like, I just love it. So I've been like chewing on that a lot. So number one is that. Number two is once you're in that mindset, you will come up with better ideas. So you can't be like, well, I need the ideas and then I'll do that. Like that mindset will change the trajectory of what you do next. But what I would say is like what you do next is you brainstorm what all the things you could do are. Just, I have a big whiteboard. I just literally, it's not even attached to a wall because I like to carry it around my apartment. And I'll just brainstorm like, I was just like, what are all the things I could do? I could do a paid workshop. I could do, I can't even remember now because it was, was (laughs) I just like listed like 20 things I could do and got into that space. So prime your brain first because if you go into it without priming your brain for like abundance then you're gonna be like nothing nothing will work I can't run anything. <laughs> yeah so do that then brainstorm creatively music whatever everyone's drinking a lot too so like have a glass of wine or whatever you want to do <laughs> Have a good time and do that, but you have to stay in that place of possibilities. And then it's about, yeah, what's one thing you could do? Okay, what are the actions I would need to take to make that happen? Again, stay in creative space because you'll come up with creative solutions to those actions. So it's just like, then you're making a project plan, essentially. And then you just need to like execute it. But again, in order to execute it, you got to stay on that space, right? You got to keep your energy in a chill, like Mm -hmm. positive certainty zone and so if you're not in that zone that is your first task yep absolutely yep a hundred percent I love that I think it gives everybody a lot of stuff to think about and to talk about I do want to head into talk strategy to me and maybe let's kind of give I know you just gave some action steps but specifically around messaging if people need to kind of do a messaging audit or they're like okay I'm ready to start talking to my people to figure out this positioning, like what are some exercises or a game plan that you would suggest for people? Yeah. Number one, do that empathy journal. Cause that'll get you kind of thinking about them first. Then the next thing I would do is actually create polls and, or a survey, pull your Instagram audience. Mm-hmm. If you have one, create a little survey. I would actually do that on like Typeform or Google forms or survey monkey or whatever. And just ask some of these questions. It's like, actually you need to get language from your people mm-hmm. right now and not guys. This is so important. People do this all the time like I surveyed people and I didn't work and I'm like what were your survey questions what do you basically being like this is the thing I'm creating will you buy it like (laughs) it's like how much money would you pay for (laughs) right don't ask them about money or buying things this is not what that's about this is about like (laughs) hey what's your like biggest fear right now in terms of insert your industry here. What is like the very specific problem you've encountered this week? It is not about you. It's about them. So like remove yourself from the survey. Like I cannot emphasize this enough. We've got to get our egos out of this. This is not about asking. This is just about serving, giving, asking questions, but not asking for things. And so it has to be about surveys need to be about what's the problem. And then like, what's the goal? What would you like to see and ask them to be as specific as possible have them give contact info because then what you can do is schedule as many freaking calls with these people as you can dive deeper. Be like, tell me more about this. Would you like 
something like this or like this, what would, whatever, just like, just yeah. organically chat with them and your light bulbs will just go off like crazy. Yeah. So when I was creating Yay for 100K, I did this in February. I created this program really fast. I had no idea what I was going to create. I knew I was creating a high ticket program. I was like, don't know what it's going to be. So no. I just surveyed people. I did exactly what I'm telling you guys. And I chatted with, I think like 15 people on Zoom calls for like 30 minutes. And by like call number five, I was like, oh, this, this is, is what it needs to be. So like, you need to stop being like, this is what I want to do. Now everybody buy it. It's like, what do they want? Yeah. They will tell you collectively what it needs to be. You will love recognize it. the theme. So that's what I would do market research wise. I love that. Yay. Yay for Yay. me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back on the show. And I know You've been someone that I've really leaned on in the past for messaging and support and all the things. So I really enjoy following you on Instagram. But other than there, which you can definitely tell them the link though, (laughs) where else can people hang out with you online and learn more from you? Yeah. Instagram is definitely a great place. It's like where I'm hanging out. So that's where I'm going to be giving you all my polls and like sharing all my fun graphics with you and stuff. But I would say if you are unfamiliar with my content or like haven't been through it, I have a YouTube channel of 200 videos about packaging services, copywriting, like binge that stuff, go through it because those are great free tools for you right now. And also my website. So right now is rulebreakersclub.com. We're launching a new website in a couple weeks around whenever this is coming out. So it'll be at courtneyshawl.com. But you can find me, however. Yeah. And I also have a free Facebook group called the Get More Clients Club. If specifically clients are what you need, like what one-on-one service-based stuff, then that's a really good place. I share a lot of really good nuggets in there too. Awesome. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you guys for having me. It was so great to chat. Absolutely. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details really love this show, it would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.